A quick warning, there are curse words that are unbeeped in this episode of the show. More ECM circa 1995 coming up right after this commercial. So Hoban, what'd you uh, what'd you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, what did I do? What did we do? We um, I got flowers uh, for my wife and two daughters. They each got their own flowers and cards. Um, and That's cute. That's we really cute. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, our three year old really liked the flowers, and uh, we had a nice breakfast, pancakes and bacon, and uh, some takeout for dinner. And it was a it was a really nice day. How what takeout? Uh, we did a Mexican place called Habaneros, and uh, it's pretty good. Nice. It's, uh, yeah, and Grubhub delivers it too, so that's really nice. Nice. Yeah. How about you guys? Uh, well, we did. Um, have you heard of Fresh Market? It's like a grocery store. Yes. Yeah. So they've got like a they have like a meal deal where you you pick it up, but then you cook it at home. It's Chilean sea bass, uh, asparagus, and uh, like a whipped some kind of whipped garlic whipped potatoes. Oh, nice! And the potatoes were all done, and all you had to do is heat them up in the oven. And the asparagus was basically done. You just had to roast it for a little bit. And then you had to pan, like sear, pan sear the fish. And it was, it was fantastic. I haven't had like a meal like that probably since COVID began. Cause you know, we haven't been going to restaurants and stuff. So like we did a really good job preparing it together and it was just fantastic. And we, we ate it after we put our son down so we could kind of have that time to ourselves and cook together and eat. It was nice. It was real nice. Mm. Oh, nice. I've only had sea bass, like Chilean sea bass a couple times in my life, but that is, that is like one of the best fish. That just is me. just a rich flavor fish. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like I, I almost couldn't finish it. It was so intense. Uh, but then we did uh, a couple's yoga class. Nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Like you kind of use each other to like bend a little bit further and, you know, position each other. Like it was, it was kind of cool. It was, it was, uh, and it, like you interact with another person it's not just like a solo practice so it was it was kind of neat it was different uh yeah. i liked it that was after dinner and a couple glasses of wine yeah after dinner a couple glasses of wine and then a little bit of like it was very like it wasn't real intense like the flow it was more of just like stretching together which was yeah. cool it was cool nice Cool. Um, before we get to today's interview i did want to bring up something because it was funny and i thought it was hilarious um, but there was, it's a, it's a part of, uh, Joni's interview. Um, and, uh, I'll just play it here for you. Uh, no. you guys, this is going to make me sound super old, but this girl is terrified of menopause. Oh. I don't want to start breaking stuff. Yeah. You want to, you want to power through those years yeah. and uh-huh. to be ready for them rather than when you get there to try to get ready for them makes a ton of sense. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay, so I'm not dis- <laughs> I'm not disputing who, what you're saying. Who, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact that you gave all the women of our class 
of advice on menopause. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> In fact, anyone out there who's good at making t-shirts, if you can make a t-shirt with Andy Hoban's senior year photo on the front and on the bottom it says, you just want to power through those years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah, as if I had any idea what I was even talking about. (laughs) When I was editing that episode, we I got to that part and I heard it and I like had to rewind it because I didn't remember it from the actual interview, (laughs) (laughs) or I probably would have brought up that. Right. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) I think it was a a more general type approach to uh, maybe challenges or different changes or changes in your life like you know yeah get in shape power through it that type of thing for so, sure for yes. sure yes. <laughs> it just sounded a little different than that <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was the funniest thing um uh, another thing that we need to bring up is uh bj's workout class on march 13th so that date is pretty specific. That's basically a year since we all went into lockdown, right? Yeah. Everyone like right. March 13th was that Friday, Friday the 13th, where like they came out and said, pretty much just stay home from now on. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of a symbolic year to do BJ's workout. Um, if you want uh, to join the workout, uh, she's going to lead us all through a workout. Uh, and then we might have some drinks and chat later uh i think she said that she can actually accommodate up to a hundred people on a zoom call so um sign up it would be awesome like what if a hundred of us all signed up and like at least got to say hi to each other and do a little workout class like you know you don't even have to turn your camera on in fact you know so join up sign up the link is on the, the sign up link is on the class of 95 uh, Facebook group. And if you're not on Facebook, then you can email us at ECM circa nine five at gmail.com and we'll get you on the list. So Andy and I will both be there. Uh, I think Jason Kruger said he's going to join Billy, obviously uh, Jesse Macknick, you better get your butt on there. Uh, Jenny Larson, you should get your butt on there. Um, Courtney Davis, definitely get your butt on there. Uh, anyone? Cole up, Cole up said he's gonna. He actually said he signed up. So Cole up no is signed up. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, everybody, sign up. Let's uh, let's do a little workout class together, and uh, uh, that'd be fun, don't you think? Nice, yeah. Get Olson and uh, Fuller on there too. There, that'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll have to reach out. I don't think Ryan Olson is in that gr- that group, so I'll shoot him a text or email with the link that he can sign up to. Um, nice. And uh, I'll do the same to Fuller as well. <laughs> but uh, that sounds good. Yeah. So uh, today's interview is a hilarious guy. Uh, a lot of fun. I think you'll all remember him from um, probably his days as an intramural basketball star. I think that was a big deal. And he was on uh, the student council as well. <laughs> so everyone let's uh let's welcome andrew palm to the show Cinq, quatre, trois, deux, un. lift off and the clock has started <laughs> Oh, oh, oh.
Hey, Andy. How are we doing, Holden? Good, how about you? Doing pretty well, thanks. So I, I think we've now talked to every Andy in the class of 95, maybe. <laughs> Are we missing any? You guys should know. Like, I, knew, I think I know who all the Kevins were. Do you guys know who all the Andys were? Uh, Andy Olson, we have not talked to. Andy Gee's out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, there are a few. There's some, plenty out there. All right. We'll get our research staff on that. Yeah, you better get on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that would be Colop, maybe. Yeah. His <laughs> whole <laughs> <Right. laughs> liaison. Right. <laughs> that guy knows everything, class of 95. 1995. <laughs> Yet he won't come on the podcast. No. We've we've talked to him several times. We've tried to convince him. In fact, I think the last time we talked to him, I threatened him. I won't tell him what the threat was, Hoban, but <laughs> <laughs> I did threaten him. It just adds to the intrigue, though. Like, it got ugly. It got maybe, ugly. maybe he wants it to keep building. Yeah, exactly. He wants the big, the big end of season one reveal. Right. Right. He's he's really into the coal up drinking game. So every time you hear the word coal up, you're supposed to take a sip. Yeah. And he's very into that. That's good to get no. It's good to get name dropped. Right. Right. Make you feel special. <laughs> So uh, let's start off with uh, Andy Palm now. Andy we'll, Palm now. We'll work our way backwards. So what are you up to these days, Andy? Uh, I am an optometrist. I own a Pearl Vision franchise down in La Crosse. Awesome. Uh, I had to close my frozen yogurt and popcorn shop that I also own in the mall when COVID rolled around. Bummer. Huge didn't bummer. seem like didn't seem like self serve yogurt was going to be all that popular uh, when the virus was going wild. So. Yeah, post pandemic, right? <laughs> <laughs> so or malls, seems, or malls for that matter. <laughs> yeah, right. A mall here as well, but uh, uh, we were shut down for a month, and uh, luckily we were able to uh, squeeze some patients in before the mall itself was open, so we get by. But certainly, still far from normal. It's, uh, I'm sure it's true for everyone else as well. COVID right. 2019. But yeah, uh, my wife and I have a couple of great kids, uh, daughter, uh, 14-year-old daughter and 11-year-old son, and we have a lot of fun. Wow. So um, how did you and your wife meet? Uh, my wife and I met at the upholstery shop at UW-Eau Claire. We both worked there as our summer job. Sexy. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, when you see somebody uh, cleaning those dorm rooms, you know the future is bright. <laughs> so yeah, somewhat local girl. She's from down the road, down in Mondovi. Uh, so good stock down there. And nice. Uh, so yeah, we live in Holman, a little north of La Crosse, so not too far from her folks. And uh, my dad lives down in this area now. So works out. You get down, you do do any fishing on the river there? I do not. You know, of course, growing up in Eau Claire, it was all lakes. And then we had a cabin up near Hayward. And so my comfort level on the river has never been there. It's just uh, it's a different animal, a little too intimidating, not my thing. So we stick to the lakes. We head up north whenever we can, uh, although we don't have a cabin any longer, unfortunately. Uh, of all the years not to have one but uh, uh no uh we don't spend too much time on the river uh how'd you guys end up in lacrosse La andy this is where the job was 
Okay. So yeah, yeah, there were openings at the Pearl in Eau Claire, and then there was one down in La Crosse as well. Uh, but somebody got the interview in Eau Claire a day before I did. So as fate would have it, I ended up down here, which worked out well because uh, my dad ended up living down here as well. So uh, just coincidence, just the way it worked out. And then I was an employee at that point. And then a few years in, the, I got the opportunity to buy the store and turn it into a franchise, which has been much better. I highly recommend it. But Cool. Well, that's cool. Much better you... to own the place than being an employee. Sure. If you, if you yeah. ever get the chance, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. And then you decided to fill up your free time with uh, the ice cream and popcorn stand? Yeah, that was uh, in a moment of weakness. I don't know. Um, but who didn't grow up wanting to own a, an ice cream stand or a snack bar or something like that? And I had a couple of young kids, and we thought it might be fun. And uh, the kids certainly loved it. Every time they came to the mall, they got a free ice cream or a free uh, bag of popcorn. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Being able to donate to schools and sport clubs and things like that. They don't get too excited when you give away free eye exams, but <laughs> when you give away a free uh, ice cream, there's a little more enthusiasm. I want I want to ask you about um, eye exams. So uh, <laughs> there is a woman in Cincinnati who who used to cut my hair. Uh, I'm very loyal to my stylist. Whenever I get someone who cuts my hair, if they do a good job, I, so I was with her for a long time. Her father uh, is an optometrist in Kentucky. And she told me, she told her dad, she thinks she might need glasses. And he said that it's all like, you don't need glasses. All you have to do is go outside and focus on something a certain distance away until you can see it right and practice that. And you can re like strengthen your eye muscles to see. So she's never gotten glasses, even though her father's an optometrist. <laughs> I, I thought she was full of shit. And it's like some, some Kentucky backwoods. Can we call that a Kentucky eye exam right there. We <laughs> <laughs> just go outside and look at the woods for a while and convince yourself everything's good. After drinking a bunch of bourbon. <laughs> Moonshine. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, you know, there's always some muscles involved and there's some flexibility that you can do exercises and you can what's called increase your blur tolerance which means it's still blurry but you can kind of focus through it so maybe that's what he was talking about but if you need glasses you need glasses and you can stand out in Kentucky all day and, uh, I'm afraid you're still gonna need glasses but that's what I mean I got glasses obviously and, and that's what I thought um, but I wanted to ask a pro. Because... <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be bad for business to for me to admit that the hairdresser knew more than I did. So <laughs> I'm going to say that that is a false uh, statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good, man. In Good. fact, you may not even need glasses. and You should probably still get them just because they look so good. Yeah. For real? Yes. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> exactly. And, and get them from Pearl Vision, of course. It's highly recommended. I mean. Right. It's almost dangerous to go somewhere else. Right, right. <laughs> so let's work our way backwards here uh, from now and, and go into, uh, I guess, the late 90s, early 2000s when you were in college. And you lived with a bunch of 95ers. I did. I w there was a lot of us down there in Madison. Uh, I lived with Abe. Uh, and I lived with Josh Gibson. Uh, and then there were some 96ers. Um Brad Burkle and uh, uh, some of those guys. 
Um, so Mariah was around a lot. Brian was down there for a while. Brian Fuller. Um, Dan Reese was down there. John Sutphin was down there. Uh, so yeah, is Dan Reese is Dan Reese a fan, fantastic dancer? Do you know this? I have no idea what you're referring to, so I'm going to say yeah, totally. <laughs> no, so so I have like this. I think I I think Dan Reese and I went for one year together uh, to elementary school in St. Pat's, and Nate Legal has also said he thinks that that was the case as well. And I remember a, a dance, like a, a fifth grade dance. And like all the boys were on one side of the gym. All the girls were on the other side of the gym, except for, I think it was Dan Reese. Now, this is the second episode I've brought I know. Up. I remember so, this story. Yeah. In my yeah. mind, so obviously, I can see it. It's wonderful. But uh, you don't know. <laughs> you know, you we, know I didn't go to a lot of school dances at Madison. And uh, I certainly didn't go with Dan Reese. Not that I wouldn't <laughs> if he had asked. But he, I guess he ran in different <laughs> circles than I did. But So if you talk to Dan. Uh, please ask him to email us or, or uh, I would love to talk to Dan and I, I think it was him. And if it was, he was just an amazing ballroom dancer. Okay. And so it's yeah, not really like, that you want to talk to him. You just want him to send you a video of the dancing. I want to know if it was I, him. I think and that's what no, we all we, kind of want. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that would be best for him to post a video on the class of 95 group on Facebook of him dancing. That would be best, but we'd also like to talk to him for sure. <laughs> I hear from him. I, I will certainly point him away. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, do you hear from Josh Gibbs Gibson anymore? I don't, you know, it's hard to keep in touch with people. I do hear from Abe um, uh, from time to time. And uh, the group that used to make the Spaceballs movie with me back in middle school, we used to, um, uh, spent a lot of time over at Brian Fuller's recreating the Spaceballs movie. So <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen many of those episodes. Yeah. You know, you, yeah Brian, <laughs> Ketchins and Nick DeCesar, we have a sort of annual uh, call out that happens. So, but yeah, hard to keep in touch with people. And so I appreciate you guys opening up this forum. You know, you talked to Tony Marchese. I went to preschool with him. That sounds about right. Uh, you talked to Heather Sessions. I needed to have drinks for this. <laughs> uh, I went to grade school with her. Uh, these people that you've sort of known your whole life and are so important to you and so meaningful. And yet, you know, so many years go by, you feel kind of like a, a fool to call them up out of the blue and say, hey, what's up? Which, of course, we shouldn't. But uh you right, still feel right. weird about doing it. So it's it's nice that you've sort of opened up this portal uh, to, to hear from people that you care about. Yeah, we've got no shame. <laughs> <laughs> she brought up uh, you know, Justin Shell. I saw a lot of people at his memorial, and that was it was great catching up with people. And But yeah, I mean, Justin and I went to grade school together and uh, countless sleepovers, and uh, it was devastating uh, hearing that he had, had passed and you know i was doing an eye exam once up in eau claire uh subbing for the doctors up there and uh aaron evenson's mom came in for an exam and told me that she remembered me from high school and i thought that was so kind and then she dropped the bomb on me that aaron had passed away and i just felt so terrible that i had had no idea i didn't either right and it's just so uh it's such a shame that it's so difficult to keep in touch with people. And, uh, you know, if anyone's listening and uh, they want to reach out, please don't feel weird about dropping me a line. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm sure the same, same goes for us. Uh, we want to talk to as many of you as possible. 
uh, Hoban and I have kind of committed to uh, power on through uh, the the COVID era. Right, you only have interviews. 355 classmates left. Yeah, we, we try to do one a week, so that would be <laughs> – I don't think we're going to get everybody, but we want to talk to you. So email us. Like, I'll tell you, we don't have a huge backlog. Like, it's kind of, it's kind yeah, of, clearly we're already people. scraping the barrel here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're interviewing some dude who owns a Pearl Vision. Right, at this exactly. Point. <laughs> oh, we're getting to the. <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean we want to hear from you and and it it's so much better if someone reaches out to us instead of us having to hunt somebody down because everyone's got different things going on in their lives and not everybody can do it and we completely understand that um so if you reach out to us we know you want to do it and that makes it so much easier <laughs> andy was nice enough to reach out to us and uh gave us a nice compliment and uh so then he got uh roped into doing an interview as well right so be warned <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be nice and give a compliment you're gonna get burned well next that's, that's it next week we're talking i'm gonna call her ellen bounds because i cannot pronounce uh her new last <laughs> name I, I, i'm excited to ask her how to pronounce it unless you know i, I don't uh, no no okay i can't so spell we'll it either ellen but bounds. so we'll call her ellen bounds for now but she left us a really nice voicemail that i'll, I'll play at the end of this episode uh she's living in arizona and she's loving the podcast she found out about it through one of bj's uh instagram posts and um so she's agreed to do one for us next that week. a girl so ellen. We'll ellen yeah yeah <laughs> Just like that, girls. There you say. go. See, <laughs> he's a persuasive man. It's that million-dollar haircut. Well, Nobody can say no. The truth. Right. The truth about the matter. All you have to say, like people tell us how great it is and how much they love listening to it. People love hearing what they're like. You said, Andy. These are all people that are are part of our lives that we grew up with, and we don't have time or or it's awkward right. to, to keep up with exactly them to call them out of the blue. So it makes it easier. So just as much as you love hearing about what they're up to now, they're going to love hearing what you're up to as well. So don't be shy, shoot us an email, shoot us a voicemail and let's get you on the podcast while we're still doing them. Cause I'll tell you what, man, when COVID's over and I can go to the pool and go to ski resorts, I'm probably not going to have time to be doing this anymore. So. <laughs> this is your new priority, haven't you heard? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, How else are we going to pay but, for that uh, reunion with those nickels and dimes that are pouring in? Hey, we're closing in on twenty bucks. Well, see? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you really are. That's not bad. <laughs> it's more than I thought we'd have. <laughs> right. Oh. oh, that's good. So. uh so Andy, you had mentioned your kids are eleven and fourteen now. Have they uh, inherited that nice jump shot you had back in the day? <laughs> uh, I do coach them both in basketball. Uh, my daughter, is, she's got a really nice jump shot. Actually, she's pretty talented. And uh, my son uh, has got some handles. He's got a little height from somewhere. I'm not sure where. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, that's one of the activities that has sort of resumed here over the last month. They've actually been able to get in the gym and run around. And boy, that's been amazing. Uh, just a little slice of oh, normalcy. Huge. Yeah. But yeah, those, all, all my Hoban memories are basketball memories. So certainly your reputation uh, as a, a player is out there too. 
<laughs> I, I, I was like a little scrappy and I could, it wasn't even a jump shot. It was more like this set shot from like the baseline <laughs> that I could hit occasionally. <laughs> My most vivid uh, Andy Hoban memories, first of all, it's not even you really, is your father uh, came up to me in middle school and he, he said, uh, boy, I really like the way you play. I said, oh, thanks. He said, every time you follow someone, you just hand the ball over to the ref. You don't complain. I really like that. And so like the rest of my basketball career, uh, which wasn't much, but every time I complained to the ref, I thought, oh man, I'm letting Andy's dad down. (laughs) And then my other Andy uh, vivid memory is uh, after we had our tryouts for, I guess, sophomore basketball coming out of our, our tryouts, you came out of the room and just gave a throat slash gesture, uh, which (laughs) <laughs> Let us all know that the career of Andy Hoban was, uh, was sadly over. Yeah, and mine did shortly thereafter. So uh, I felt your pain. Wait, what happened? Why? Why the throat slash? Gesture? He had he had been cut. Oh, I got asked. Oh. The days of all of us I, being I think I, were sadly over. What year? Yeah. What year was that? Oh, that was sophomore so, year. Yeah. Sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was when you, in order to keep playing, you needed to practice. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) And not just show up at tryouts and assume that you're going to. That's exactly right. We showed up for tryouts (laughs) and everybody else had been practicing for a month. And we're like, what do you mean there's no tryouts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I, I don't think I was devastated. I mean, it was a lot of fun. But remember those early morning oh. practices? Like, I feel like they were like 5 a.m. Oh, it, was, it was the worst. Maybe six, maybe six. They were brutal in the middle of winter as a teenager having to get up in the, and go in the dark. That was, uh, that my, was in fact, my <laughs> freshman year that you're talking about, uh, there was a practice that was canceled, but nobody told me. And so I showed up and because uh, I had missed the previous practice because I had another commitment. It was like a show choir commitment or something. So anyway, I showed up that next morning, like 6 a.m. And it was, what was it, Mr. Nash or something? I don't remember who it was. Yes. And he yeah. said, and I, of course, I was pissed off. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Oh, you didn't show up for practice. And I just went off on him. And that was the end of my freshman basketball season right there. <laughs> <laughs> I walked off the court and said I was done. But my dad, did, my that, dad didn't mind because his basketball career ended the exact same way with a fight with the coach and a storming off. So it was like a legacy. It was a legacy move. Yeah. yeah. Was that was Coach a, Nick in junior year, or I mean uh, sophomore year? Or was that Coach Kaz? Uh, yeah, Nick was gone, so it was Coach Kaz. It was like Brett Tangley or something was the coach of the sophomores. Yes, but. Yeah. But yeah, I had a lot more fun playing intramural basketball anyway. So One of the questions that you answered on the uh, pre-interview questions, you were talking about playing uh, intramural basketball with, I mean, I think probably most people consider the most dominant male athlete in the class of 95, uh, Ryan Olsen. Right. Well, Ryan was the coach. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, coach. I mean, he had the, the analytic basketball mind to guide us through the intramural rigors. Uh, he and Jake <laughs> Peterson uh, were the coaches. 
uh, and then Brian Fuller was our cameraman. Gosh, but yeah, we had uh, we had a lot of trick plays. We, in fact, we had some of the girls come out and sing the national anthem before our games. Which girls did? That? Uh, Katie O'Connor and Mary and Kate Sullivan. They were all singing. Melina was singing. Yeah, it was just it was really an event. You know, there was a cabbage leaf newspaper that. Uh, circulated through the faculty wow you guys had a lot of time on your <laughs> they did you know but the the best the best uh, cabbage story isn't even mine but it does involve ryan olson no i bet not and you guys remember like the varsity team when they'd have a big game they'd get like locker signs put on their lockers yeah like the uh, go beat the chai high whatever well, we decided we were going to yeah. do that, but we also had secret buddies on the team. And so we all are, we had to make a sign for our secret buddy. And we got called down to the office because on Abe's locker was the sign, rip their fucking heads off. My God. <laughs> now, we all know who made that sign. And of course, they lined us up wanting to know and looking for a confession. And all we could say is, well, we had secret buddies. How are we supposed to know? Secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I did want to also bring up um, something that you wrote about, which, uh, you know, we, uh, Hoban and I have kind of made an effort to really keep the podcast uh, not political. We don't really want to bring up politics, but uh, there is something I want to bring up political. I, I've made that effort, Goral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hovind's kept me honest on that one. Um, I did want to bring up something political with you, though, Palm. Um, okay. I have no there, idea where this is headed. There, there was a, uh, I believe, a misappropriation of funds. I, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on something like that, but I want to talk about Pizza Del Rey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and- there was a fair number of people that really cared about our school and cared about the student council and i was not one of them but i was on the student council because of course it was ample opportunity to get out of random classes and do random events um but we had enough power and enough pull in our senior year uh that much to the chagrin of Brian Fuller and uh, Mary, I believe, was the president at that time. We had enough pull with the lower class uh, classmen of the council that, yeah, we were able to use the student council funds to reward our uh, champion intramural basketball team with a free pizza buffet at Pizza Del Rey. Uh, it came down to a very close vote, and uh, thankfully, the president was not allowed to vote because she would have swung it the other way. So by the narrowest of margins, and thankfully, Coach Nick was in charge, and he thought the whole thing was hilarious. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it went up to the highest level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have, first of all, for those that never appreciated Coach Nick, you never had him for driver's ed. He was wonderful for that. Now, son, oh. you realize <laughs> you are going the wrong way down a one-way way straight oh uh, driver's ed with coach nick for me meant like picking up his laundry at the laundromat <laughs> we would go like buy some let's go over here and get some coffee from my wife all right we're just running errands 
<laughs> and then Coach Nick, as your student council advisor, I remember we went up to Cable, Wisconsin for the big student council of Wisconsin gathering or whatever. And we were supposed to go to all these <laughs> these rooms for like training sessions. I don't know. Uh, but Coach Nick and I sat in the lobby and watched sports on TV for six hours straight. Now, son, <laughs> what am I supposed to tell you when you're when people ask what we did today? I said, watch, <laughs> we watched some sports together. That's what we're supposed to be. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I, I had Coach Nick for history, and I think I like – Handed in the same homework like for a week straight, <laughs> and I got perfect scores on it every time. Just... But you learned a lot. A lot. That's what's important. I did. I did learn a lot. He never learned your name, but you learned plenty of history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I appreciated Andy. I, I missed who. Who was the president? Mary Moa was president of the student council. We need to talk to her. Kate Sullivan was our class president. Yeah. Okay. Got both it, of them. Got it. We were trying to write that. A... Write those names down, Hoban. We got to search out both of them to talk to them about uh, class of '95 stuff. Right. There there are often things that come up in this podcast that I'm awfully compelled to make corrections on. I, like Nora, the purple lady, was definitely at South. She was definitely yes. not at Memorial. Yes. Be- and we I, know this because she would walk in and take the towel off of you if you were... <laughs> You were dawdling in the in the locker room, which I don't know why you would. You know, everybody had to hide in their little corner. Maybe that maybe that was just you, Palm. I don't know. She never took my towel. No. Well, no. you didn't have the reputation I did, apparently. I guess, I guess not. Which you know, to the final word on the swimsuit, which I tell that story all the time as well. I mean, that, you know, that's legendary. In fact, uh, our, our gym teacher at the time, and I meant to ask her before this interview, and I totally forgot, Mrs. Bauer, if you remember her. Oh, yeah. That is my yeah, wife's yeah. aunt. No way. No, that's true. She's so a blonde, blonde woman. Yes. So I totally could have gotten the lowdown on those suits. But what I remember vividly is that they were color-coded per size, right? Per what? So for size, the size, like like the red swimsuits were the small ones and they were made for like a toddler yeah. and then they're like there was like a <laughs> they were made for hoban right there's a hoban size and then there was the, the normal you know developed teenage boy size and then there was like the 40 year old man size that was the one i was in <laughs> right so if you were late if you were late to gym class and it was picked over you got what you got and it was like you were like running down the hall like don't leave me with that red suit <laughs> <laughs> the red and the, right and then they had the and then as you guys talked about they'd usher you in and the girls would all have their arms crossed across their chest and we would all have our hands cupped in front of us and it was like <laughs> try not to make eye contact and look just get me in the damn pool <laughs> <laughs> oh so evil yeah that, that really wasn't that's not that really wasn't fair to do to kids and thinking back like that was that was a that was not a pleasant experience right no I, but how unusual to even have a swimming pool in a middle school I mean, yeah right and it was a full size right big right pool, like, crazy yeah eau claire had a pretty like i remember like the swim team being a pretty big deal both boys and oh yeah girls. yeah probably because we had a pool <laughs> we were the only we went to state every year yeah. we were the only team that had a pool 
So I don't know if you if you heard the last week's episode where Billy came on and, and mentioned the the workout she's going to hold. I heard about that and that inspired me to do a pull up this morning. And I was really proud of it. Are you going to sign up for <laughs> Billy's class? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I believe I have to coach that day or so, come up with some other excuse. <laughs> That's uh, unfortunate. I, I, I remember Billy very well and I, she's obviously wonderful. Um, but yeah, I, but don't worry. I, I'm in good shape. I, I'm healthy and uh, I look really good in leggings uh, when motivated. Nice. <laughs> so, and, and were you able to do the pull up? Yeah, I got up to three. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Right. So I had this yeah. idea for Billy's workout because Hope and I are both signed up to do the workout and I, I sent Hoban a link. I found like red ASIC tiger shorts they're a little bit different than the ones we had back in the day but they're still red asic shorts right right and i sent them to hope i sent a picture a link of them to hope and i'm like we need to order these and we can wear white t-shirts and write our last names on our chest <laughs> of the t-shirts and hope said absolutely not <laughs> the the downside of those tiger shorts they came down so easily you yeah, know, pants. There, there was no draw oh. drawstring on those. Those were coming down if somebody wanted them to come down. Yeah, man. And that was <laughs> that was pants. the thing to do, apparently. <laughs> yeah, getting pants was definitely the thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why we had to wear those. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that you had brought up, which I like, dude. Your memory is way better than mine. I have a slight memory of like clear Jello, like. I don't, maybe it was, I didn't believe it existed <laughs> that's or exactly. something. Cause last week you brought up country kitchen and that's where all I came from is that it was, I, I was part of that group with you that went to country kitchen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And man, when you mentioned those seasoned fries, I could taste them, you know, so yeah. good. And, and, the the, and the sweet right? roll, the those sweet roll. giant, like size of your head, sweet rolls. Oh, that, it, that it, frosting was so good. And they were like a dollar seventy nine, and so that was like all I could afford because I got three bucks for lunch every day, you know, because that was what hot lunch at school was. But yeah, but on the days when with us, those were the clear Jello days. We would always tell him, "Oh, Kevin, you should have been there. Today was the day that they had clear Jello on the salad bar at Country <laughs> Kitchen," and you believed it for like two years straight. Oh, I can't believe I missed it again. What does it taste like? I. It's indescribable. It's like a tropical wonderment in your mouth. I... So yeah, that was the clear jello. When I, whenever I think of Kevin Garl, I think I can't believe he fell for that damn clear jello for years. We played that up. But now, now I actually know through a whole another story that clear jello does actually exist. Well, I guess the joke's on me then. Yeah, it's actually just plain gelatin, and you can actually buy it at the grocery store. And what does it taste like? Nothing. Sugar water, <laughs> yeah, basically sugar water. <laughs> Which, but you were, yeah, you were completely intrigued by it, so of course we had to keep it going. Yeah. So speaking of sugar water, uh, my my tapped maples have in two days. So we had two days that were above freezing, and now we're back below freezing. So it's the taps are frozen, but in two days we got twenty gallons of maple water. The sack. see Kruger was doubting you. He was. He was. He was completely doubting. It's a bit hoity My wife was too. I mean, my I asked my wife how crow tastes because she was like convinced (laughs) we were never gonna get it. (laughs) I bought like 
supplies, you know, like the, 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 the buckets and the taps and stuff. It was like 120 bucks worth of stuff from a, a farm that was going out of business in Vermont, uh, Maple Farm. And she was kind of laughing at me like, I can't believe you spent all that money. You're probably going to get like, you're not even going to get one pancake worth of syrup out of all right. that. And, uh, and lo and behold, my plan is working. And that is thanks to Brian Fuller. <laughs> well, now you have to now you have to set up your website and give us the circa ninety five code to get our ten percent discount on girl maple syrup. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm gonna sell any maple syrup. I'm gonna don't go with goiter. It. Go with girl. It sounds better. <laughs> goiter. Nobody wants goiter syrup. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. <laughs> I wouldn't either. In fact, I don't think I'd buy Goral maple syrup either. So. Just bring it. Just bring it to the reunion. There you go. We'll find some useful. Yeah, it. yeah, man. I think uh, I haven't heard from Heather lately. I need to check with Heather to see what the plan is for the reunion. Holy hell! Well, it's just, it's an hour drive for me, so I'm on board with whatever. I'll be there. Yeah. So do you, do you get back to Eau Claire? Well, we're back in Mondovi a lot, obviously, with the in-laws there. Um, so yeah, we do run yeah. through Eau Claire a fair amount. Um, a guy that's in my fantasy football league owns my old house. Uh, so we even get to visit the old homestead and sleep in my old bedroom and stuff like that when we have our annual draft. So yeah, we get back every once in a while. Nice. Nice. Uh, you had mentioned you, you hear from Ryan Ketchens. I do. I do hear from him once in a while. And, uh, back when I was, more exams up in Eau Claire, helping the doctor out there. He and I would get together for lunch and, and catch up on old times. Yeah. That's another nice. guy we what, need to talk to. What for he, sure. yeah. We do. Yeah. What is he? What is he uh, last I heard he was uh, working over in Menominee at the Swiss Miss place. Um, okay. Yeah. He's got some great kids and yeah. Great guy. He skydives. He's like, a, yeah, he loves this. Yeah. Big skydiver. Yeah. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't. I saw him a couple of years after high school, and that was probably it. But yeah, he's a great guy. But yeah, we got. Oh get yeah, him we can we can twist his arm, no problem. What about Abe? Is is Who you knew? think Abe would be down for an interview? Yeah, I think we could probably talk Abe into it. Because Abe and I were pretty tight back in the day, and I haven't talked to him in you know twenty five years. I'd I'd love to catch. Once up I with, tell him Abe. that you're talking trash about his ping pong game or whatever, then yeah, he'll be on board. Yeah, I mean. You know, well, that's I mean, that's actually both Brian and Abe. Uh, they were they were in like a, an anti Kevin society at one point. <laughs> and a big part of that was the fact that I talk a lot of trash uh, and I was a dominant ping pong player. Um, three consecutive years. I, I won our class ping pong championship. OK, so uh, I didn't win it senior year because I had moved. I don't remember there so. being a ping pong championship, but I'm glad the. Uh... <laughs> That you have that in your mic. It was a big deal. It was, winter yeah. Carnival. There was trophies. Do you remember the? Do you remember the Winter Carnival? Yes, I remember the Winter Carnival. So you remember the Friday before Winter Carnival? We didn't have to go to class, yeah. and we had the, the activity day. Absolutely, right? I remember. Yeah. The big part was the the the, the main attraction <laughs> was the ping pong tournament that culminated at the end of the day. Right, right, right on the gym floor in front of the whole audience. Pep rally. Yep. Right. Right. So, God, I don't remember that <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. That's that's interesting. And I played ping pong. I was pretty decent myself. I I don't know why I wasn't. Uh, I can that. guess, but I <laughs> I won't say it out loud. <laughs> there were other activities, other activities. Yes, yeah. other activities. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. 
weren't at the school necessarily. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, they're very worthwhile, though. Like definitely, uh, you're probably like saving. You know, yeah, I, 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 I might have something been of something. excellence. Yes, <laughs> saving children from burning buildings. I'm guessing. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what Riedel. <laughs> Riedel's another one. Riedel said. Yeah, Riedel actually, uh, we actually had one scheduled with him, but work got in the way and he was not able to make it. He's supposed to reach back out to us when he's ready, but he has not either. So, yeah, I got to stay after these guys. Yeah. And, the, and I'll tell you, the leggings, you know, I don't know where that where the current uh, tally is at. My issue <laughs> and uh, is that they're just too hot. Is that just me? Like they're too warm. I don't get enough circulation or something. Now. Well, if. If you're, I guess, I mean, you know, what do you keep your thermostat at is the question, you know? Well, I, I, to be honest, I've only worn them on stage. Uh, I've, I do some community theater stuff and the director uh, of children's uh, productions loves putting me on stage in tights uh, or leggings, I should say. And I, I got to say, every time I wear them, I'm like, these are just too warm. I need, I need okay, more. Well, you're, Go ahead. You're on stage with lights. So you're warm anyway. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, God's honest truth, you know, hand on a Bible that uh, we got snow today. We got like six inches of snow. So a big part of this evening, I was out sledding with my son. So I'm sitting here right now wearing leggings. Right. Because I wear them under snow pants. So you are well insulated. My thermostat is set at 67 and I'm super comfortable in the leggings, but I don't have theater lights (laughs) shining down on me right now. Yeah, I guess uh, I suppose I should try it, right? I suppose I should try it. You should definitely try it. Uh, you know, if, if you're if you're in a, a normal situation, it's great. And the thing about it, too, is like, so our sump pump today, our, I think our, our discharge line froze up and our sump pump started running nonstop. So I was in leggings. After we got done with yoga, we, we heard the sump pump. So I just threw boots on. And was able to run outside with just the leggings on and check the line and make sure, you know, clear out the ice and whatever. So, like, they're very versatile, you know, and comfortable. Yeah, nice I just, I, <laughs> just the moon boots and the leggings. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first thing I would do though, if I had a box, just run around the house and check the pipes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I, well, I had I had just gotten done doing yoga, and so I wore them for yoga too. This is my I have two two pairs, and uh, you know, so obviously I can only I got two days a week before I do laundry that I can wear leggings. Uh, today happens to be one of the days I can wear leggings. Well, you're a lucky man. That's a good time for that sump pump to go down, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle the leggings or the yoga for that matter. No yoga for you. Are you what, what's your workout routine? You do any any exercising? I do a lot of coaching. That's that's so good no. enough. Just just <laughs> yelling at kids to run up and down the courts or up and down the field. It's exhausting. Yeah. That's enough of a workout for me. <laughs> no. Yeah, because. When you think of coaches, you think yeah. of specimens, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Andy Reid. Oh, no. That's the best My part about coaching eighth grade girls basketball is that I can still run with them and I can still dominate when I need to. I get, the, I get that ego boost I need. 
<laughs> you just are you just blocking? Shots absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so the there's a, a elementary school just down the road from us, and I bring my son there quite often for just to play in the playground and stuff. And and they have like a I don't know it must be like a small enough basketball hoop that I can dunk on it. So it's got to be like maybe six <laughs> feet, seven feet tops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i was thinking i'm like wow how fun would it be if they made a league for basketball <laughs> and it was just like like the 510 league you have to be 510 or under to play and every team gets one 510 person and it was like the nba but for 510 and, and under right and everybody can wear leggings <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like something that needs to happen. Yeah, then I thought, yeah, there's probably a reason that that doesn't happen. But yeah, yeah, yoga's not for me. I couldn't even, you know, I would dominate the presidential fitness test in grade school, except for the touch my toes part. This is not going to happen. I could barely get yeah. my ankles. I'll never get that award from President Reagan. Yeah, I was there too. I mean, I, I've never, I've never been able to dominate the stretching and like when you put your feet up against the box yeah, exactly. for that. How test. far can you push that lever on the box? Yeah, I could never do that either. And and to tell you the truth, I can touch my toes now, but I'm still not super. You know, there's some things you just your body's everyone's body's different, so there's some things you won't ever be able to do. But well, I wish they would tell the, the president you, that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you just do the best you can in every pose and the poses that you dislike the most are the ones that you should be doing the most often but yeah i mean it, it's the flexibility is just fantastic like i i i was just thinking about it today when i was shoveling i'm like wow i probably if i didn't do yoga i couldn't even do this motion you know i was thinking about your flexibility all day today too <laughs> most people do <laughs> So at least we got that in common. You know, I was thinking about this, Hoban. Like, well, I think last week or or maybe the week before, uh, I had said every time I talk to you, you're you're snow blowing. And then you know, I feel like karma hit me for doing that because today I was snow blowing. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Uh, we've got a ton of snow, and uh, it's been freezing. And the uh, at. It's kind of fun at first. Yeah, I love the yeah. snow, but when it's, it's cold, cold, then it's worthless. You know, if I can get in the yeah. 20s or 30s, yes, then I can go is. out with the kids. We can do a lot of sledding. You know, there's a lot of bluffs out here, so we go, like, off-country sledding, uh, wearing helmets and stuff like that. So we're hardcore. Um, but, yeah, when it's 8 degrees, no, I don't think so. That's no. dangerous. So if you're going to give me snow, then uh, at least make it warm enough that I can play in it. Do you guys remember our freshman year in high school? There was like two straight days that had like negative 50 degree wind chills. Uh, I don't know, girl. I mean, it sounds like a little familiar. That's pretty specific, though. I don't remember. I remember waiting for the bus (laughs) the first day, like at the bus stop, just freezing, like negative 50 degree wind chills, so bad. And then, like, we went to school, and the next day, like, we went out, waited for the bus again. And my, I guess we hadn't heard that it had been canceled yet. So we waited out for like an extra 15 minutes. Luckily, it was only negative 15 that day. But we waited for like another 15 minutes for the bus. And and a neighbor drove by and said, hey, kids, school's canceled today. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we all have fond memories of sitting by the radio just hoping for that snow day. Oh, that was, that was the best. Now the kids yeah. are just spoiled. Now they've been that off for a year best. straight. All oh, the joy of it. Yeah, right. I don't know, though. I, I think I, I was thinking about that. 
And like part of me had been like, oh, that would be sweet. Like we were talking to Jesse Mackinick and she was talking about how her son was getting out of PE by just turning off the Zoom <laughs> camera. And <laughs> and I'm like, God, that would have been awesome. Like I could have gotten away with so much more. But but then, you know, like all the interactions we had, all the thing, you know, going to Country Kitchen and the clear right. jello story and and Ryan Olson's intermural, like that stuff doesn't happen yeah, yeah. right now. That's, I feel bad that's really for those sad, kids that you know? finished their senior year. Not getting to do all that. Ah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah. So let's just hope that uh, we'll be able to get this behind us pretty soon. Have you had a chance or are, are you eligible at all as a, as a doctor to, to get the, the Yeah, vaccine? I was lucky enough. I have gotten both of them. So I'm, my wife's a nurse and she's gotten both of hers. So, yeah, it's a nice feeling for nice. sure. I mean, we still take all the proper uh, – certainly here at the office we do – everything we can to keep people safe and keep the staff safe. So nothing changed other than maybe a little bit more peace of mind, but yeah, that's huge though. That's, um, you know, just, just the fact that that's happening, that healthcare providers and stuff are are getting that. Like I've been a little bit nervous about taking my kid to, to the dentist. And, but now that I know that his dentist has most likely been vaccinated, that, that does make me feel a little bit better, you know? Yeah, unfortunately, like Mariah alluded to, there's, there are people that are neglecting their, their visits to the dentist and their visits to the to the doctor because they think they have to avoid it because of unfortunately it's leading to to bigger problems so take your precautions yeah. uh, trust that your healthcare practitioners are doing their part to keep you safe and uh don't neglect your care for sure and make sure you uh, have lots of eye exams that's very important <laughs> extra extra at the pearl Bank yeah absolutely <laughs> Right. right. Drop me a line. We'll squeeze you in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. When COVID hit, uh, you know, we were, we were so cautious about everything and we were closed down for a while, but we had all these classes that we had to deliver to people. And uh, so I, I let them come to the back, the back door of the mall basically. And I was delivering their glasses to their car windows. But of course I wanted to make it look like we were doing everything we can, which we were. So I, I was all scrubbed up and I had my my sleeves pulled up and I was doused in hand sanitizer and I had a mask on and goggles on and gloves on. And I brought I'm carrying these glasses out to this guy. And of course, a bird shits all over me. Oh. <laughs> and the guy just looked at me and shook his head and I handed him his glasses and I walked back in. Well, you know, that's that good it. luck, right? Yeah, all right. it's good luck. Well, I should walk outside more often then. I was on a I was on a tour of uh, an aquarium once uh, on a, on a sales pitch. We were pitching the some advertising stuff to the aquarium, and they brought us behind the scenes to see the penguins. <laughs> and uh, one of the penguins rocked immediately walked right up to me and shit on my brand new shoe. And <laughs> the woman told me that was good luck. So ever since then, I've just said, "Hey, did you make the luck. sale? No, oh, there you we go. We did actually. And and a, a thing, a crazy thing about it is that." the aquarium had shut uh, them out. Like I was working with them for the first time, had shut them out for five straight years off of one bad, like one thing that happened bad five years ago, they, they refused to do any advertising with this team. And this was my first year with the team. And we were able to get them back on board for the majority of their, their budget. And too. the penguin so, chose you, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It was yeah. The, 
you know, the Penguin the gave penguin. me that good luck and, you know, it worked out. Man. So, so I was reading something about podcasts because it caught my attention in the article. And I read about a new service out there that is also free, like the service we're using, Hoban, that uh, you can do uh, audio and video version of these podcasts. And so it, it, it uploads the audio version to like, you know, the same platforms we're uploading to now, but it uploads the video version to like you can put it on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that'll really so. help inspire. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> yeah, I thought about it. Then. You're gonna need a new co-host. So, so I thought about it at first and like, but you know what? That means like I can't just sit around in my right. leggings and a t-shirt. Like I actually have to <laughs> look decent. Like, no, pass. <laughs> we'll stick with audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it pains me working from home when i when we have a like a, a, zo- a zoom call or teams meeting where i have to <laughs> take the sweatshirt off and like look, look semi-presentable i mean how long is it going to last that people are going to like continue that i guess charade that you know that they're actually dressed in something other than sweatpants. And I know. It's just the way society's going. I feel like my, my profession is one of the few where I still have to dress every day. Yeah, it's going to be an adjustment going back to reality and going back to the office. And I, it, it'll be challenging. Although maybe the new normal is just to do more at home, right? I hope. Yeah, Let's I think my, my wife's company is kind of <laughs> leaning that way. That I, I, I mean, if she does end up going back, it's going to be on a very limited um some kind of hybrid situation. Yeah, buy stock and pajama off. pants. Yes. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. In leggings. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Paul, we should probably wrap this up. We've had you on here for an well, hour. Well, you can already. trim it down to at least 20 minutes of good material, I hope. Man, it was great catching up. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, better, better times and better days where we can get together and uh have an adult beverage somewhere most likely on a golf course in eau claire because it seems like all reunions have been yeah golf courses, i'll definitely so. be there and then, again <laughs> thanks so much for doing this and it's so great hearing the voices out there you guys make it pretty easy so if anyone's out there nervous about doing it uh don't be i'm i'm sure they'll treat you all right yeah, anyone in your in your wheelhouse that you can pressure into sending us an email, uh, do so. I'll for do us, what I can. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah good to hear from yeah, you guys. Absolutely, on, Andy. Great to hear from you. And uh, awesome, man. Yeah, you, you too. Well. Take care, buddy. Bye. Hey, Andy and Kevin and fellow old days. Um, this is Ellen Bounds. I wanted to uh, leave you guys uh, a message and let you know how much I love the podcast. Um, I've been listening to it in the car as I drive, um, living in Arizona, and um, have a fun time, have lots of laughs listening um, as I drive across the desert. I would love to hear from fellow classmates or or even talk a bit. Um, I found out about the podcast just scanning one of BJ's Instagram stories, actually. So I'm really happy that I did and just wanted to let you guys uh, know I'm really enjoying it. Bye.
Hey guys, at ECM Circa 95, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail or a shout out at 715-255-0035 or send us an email at ecmcirca95 at gmail. Thanks for listening. Hey, I don't think this is the right place.